Off the ball, rugby. If you are looking at New Zealand squads, we shouldn't be afraid of this one compared to being afraid of other ones in the past. <laughs> join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Monday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan. We'll start with Spain's success in Sydney. Spain lifted the Women's World Cup for the first time after a 1-0 win over England in the final. Spain captain Olga Carmona, who scored the winner in the semi-final against Sweden, got the only goal of the game in the first half. England came from behind to beat Spain in the quarterfinals of the Euros last summer, but Spain made sure history didn't repeat itself. And they could have got a second only for Mary Earp's penalty save from Jenny Hermoso. Spain are only the second team to beat England under Serena Wiegmann. And it's the second time Wiegmann's fallen at the final hurdle after the Netherlands lost to the USA in the final in 2019. I was totally convinced before the game that it would be a very tight game. That, but we were confident that we were able to win it. And I hope in the future I get a new moment with the team I work with. That will be amazing because it's very special to, p- to play finals anyway. As for Spain and their manager, Jorge Vilda, who was booed as his image came up on the big screen, the players celebrated away from him. There was never a doubt over the talent in the Spanish squad considering all the Barcelona players they have, but Spain came into the tournament and made a backdrop of unrest and a number of players unhappy with Vilda, who had survived a player revolt to keep his job. 15 players submitted identical emails last year saying they wouldn't play for Vilda unless significant concerns over their emotional state and health were addressed. Three of the 15 selected were recalled after they'd been frozen out, including midfielder Aitana Bonmati, who was the player of the tournament. When they lost 4 0 to Japan in the group stage, a lot of people seemed to just write them off as potential winners. Spain captain Carmona was told after the match that her dad had died. The Real Madrid left back's father had been fighting a long illness and died on Friday. Spanish Football Federation President Luis Rubiales has been criticised by government ministers in Spain for kissing Hermoso on the lips during the celebrations as the players went up to collect their medals. Chelsea manager Maurizio Pochettino says his side will get better as the season goes on. Chelsea lost 3-1 away to 10-man West Ham in the Premier League yesterday. They've one point from two games. James Ward-Prowse set up two goals on his Hammers debut. Moises Casado came off the bench for Chelsea and the most expensive signing in the Premier League conceded a late penalty. Another one of the expensive signings for Chelsea, Enzo Fernandez, had a penalty saved in the first half. That would have put Chelsea 2-1 up just before half-time. Todd Bowley has spent almost a billion since he came in and he's only seen Chelsea win 11 out of 40 league games, 45 points out of a possible 120. But Pochettino says it'll take time to improve given all the new arrivals. It's a new team, new players, and you seen the player, uh, I'm not feeling what happened the last few years here. Um, no, I think it's, it's, it's about to, to believe, to perform. Uh, we are really excited about the, the squad that we are building and for sure... Uh, that is, is only um, a defeat that for sure is going to make us more stronger. Former Dundalk boss Finney Perth was part of the off-the-ball commentary team for the West Ham and Chelsea game. He accepts there's huge pressure on the Chelsea players, but like Pochettino said, it'll take time, especially with such a young squad. I think if you take the Chelsea badge out of this, I think you're developing an outstanding young squad that could really achieve something mid-term. But they do wear the Chelsea badge, and what comes with that is... One, the pressure of, of such a big London club and to, and the history they've had over the last 10, 15 years, they're probably more successful than anyone when you go back maybe 10, 15 years. And then you add to that the money that has been spent in the club. And look at Mudrich and, you know, you feel sorry for him as a as someone involved in football. You feel sorry for him because it feels like he's lacking real confidence. But there was 86 
odd million pounds spent on them. So with that becomes pressure. So a lot of these these young players like Ciedo and, and Fernandes, for me, that has the potential of being one of the best midfield partnerships in world football. But it's 21-22. And they were just uh, beaten today by a little bit more experience. And, and, and that will come, as I said. But it's exciting times for Chelsea, albeit... They've just been beaten in the London Derby by West Ham and in the end, quite comfortably. Aston Villa bounced back from last week's 5-1 loss to Newcastle with a 4-0 win over Everton, who've lost both games without scoring a goal. The manner of the goals they conceded must be one of the biggest concerns for Everton boss Sean Dyche, especially the second half goals from Leon Bailey and Jan Duran. Tonight, Arsenal will look to make it two wins from two when they go to Crystal Palace, who also won on the opening weekend. Arsenal are now without defender Urien Timber long-term due to the serious knee injury he suffered against Nottingham Forest last weekend. Alexander Sinchenko could come in for the injured Dutchman after recovering from a calf issue. Crystal Palace defender Mark Gahey is available despite limping off during their win at Sheffield United last weekend, but winger Michael Elise, who has just signed a new contract, remains out with a hamstring problem. Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta says he's not concerned about a perceived lack of a prolific goal scorer in a squad. He believes they need goals to come from all over the pitch and not just one player. I don't know. What we are doing is work as the best possible way to encourage those players to understand that there is no limit. They have to set the limits and uh, and they can be as good as, as they probably can visualise they can be. And and I'm sure we have players that can score 20 goals in a season. Quarter-final lineup in the FAI Cup will be completed tonight. UCD are at home to Galway United, but Cork City face Waterford at Turner's Cross. Both games fell victim to the rain last Friday, and both matches tonight kick off at 7.45. For the second time in a week, Derry City lost a crucial game in a penalty shootout. The holders were beaten 4-3 by St. Pat's and spot kicks at the Ryan McBride Brandywell in their second round tie last night. The match finished scoreless after 120 minutes. The other game yesterday saw Wexford win 1-0 away to St. Patrick's CY. Brendan Rodgers admitted his Celtic side lacked quality in their shock 1-0 League Cup defeat to Kilmarnock at Rugby Park yesterday. Derek McKinnis side will now house hearts in the quarterfinals. It was a first defeat for Rodgers in cup competitions in Scotland in 25 games. The holders are out and Rodgers had won seven out of seven trophies in his first spell as Celtic boss. It's always a setback when you lose a game and go out of a cup competition, but we get 24 hours to get over it and then we get a long season ahead. We we many games and, and many things to play for, so... Uh, so that's what we work on. Pedri and Ferran Torres scored late in the second half to earn champions Barcelona their first win of the season in La Liga. Barca won 2-0 at home to Cadiz. Jude Bellingham scored twice in Real Madrid's 3-1 win away to Almeria on Saturday night. He also set up a goal for Vinicius Junior. So the England international has very much settled into life at Real. Three goals in two games. England captain Harry Kane scored on his Bundesliga debut on Friday night. Kane got the second for Bayern in a 4-0 win at Werder Bremen in their opening game of the season. Juventus won 3-0 away to Udinese in their first game of the Serie A season. Federico Chiesa, Dusan Vlavic and Adrian Rabio all scored in the first half. Ireland under-21 international Festi Ebisele made his second start of the season for Udinese, while former Pats defender James Bancro was on the bench. Champions Napoli started the defence of their title with a 3-1 win at Frosinone. Two goals for Victor Osman there. In Serie B, former UCD man Liam Kerrigan featured in Como's 3-0 loss at Venezia. Japan 4, Takumi Minamino scored twice in Monaco's 3-0 win at home to Strasbourg to make it two wins from two in league on last night. PSG had to settle for a one-all draw away to Toulouse. Kylian Mbappe scored a second-half penalty after coming off the bench on his return to the squad. 
Manchester City defender John Stones has been ruled out until after the international break. The 29-year-old suffered a muscle injury in pre-season. He's missed City's opening two league games of the season. He was on the bench for their Super Cup win, so he missed the games against Sheffield United and Fulham before that international break. One City player on his way out of the club is Imerick Laporte. He's set to fly to Saudi Arabia today to complete his move to Al Nasser for €30 million. Euro. Over the weekend, Alexander Mitrovic left Fulham for a club record fee of €58 million Euro to join Al Halal. Mitrovic scored 14 goals for Fulham last season. In the 2021-22 season in the Championship, he ended up with 43 goals. And Ben Foster has confirmed his retirement from professional football. The former Manchester United goalkeeper also had spells at Watford and West Brom. Foster calls time on his career, having come out of retirement earlier this year to play for Wrexham. And he also helped them seal promotion back to the Football League. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.